being said, let's dive straight into it. So, you know, to start off, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about the quarterfinals. We're going to talk a little bit about the quarterfinals. But we're not going to do a review of, you know, the group stage games. A lot of games, a lot of games that I missed, you know. Uh, unfortunately, UZD doesn't show me love and respect. Doesn't show me love and respect. So, as opposed to that, we're going to look at the eight teams in the quarterfinals and... Uh, you know, we're going to have a look at the, the positives and negatives. We don't know anything that stood out. And we're going to call that segment, uh, We Saw Something. You know, so we're just going to talk about all the things we saw uh, that, that, that I just wanted to bring up. That I just wanted to bring up on the gay line. After that, we're going to do some quarterfinal reviewing. Quarterfinal reviewing. Let's get into it. Let's start with the hosts, you know. We're not going to waste any time. Japan, first things first, let me say as a Springboard fan, I'm nervous, you know. You know, asked me a couple months ago, I would have been excited to see Japan and us in the quarterfinals. I would have been resting, you know. I would have been having the time of my life, but now I don't know. They're the first team I've encountered that talked a big game about playing an expansive game. Now, lots of teams play expansive, but they're the first team that talks a big game about it. And actually do become expansive without losing anything else, you know. A lot of teams, and I'm talking to you, the Bulls, when you tried that thingy 2017, eh, it was a very difficult time. Well, you said you're going to be expensive. Now it was like the expense of everything. Set piece, ball handling. You guys are just throwing that ball around. But, you know, Japan, you know, hasn't lost anything from it. Obviously, the lineup's not that great, but it's never been that thing. Um, and the scrum is coming along. You know, I, I, I get hurt when teams want to be expensive. Now, all of a sudden, they don't rock or they don't scrum. You know, whereas Japan, they're really getting by. They're really doing, you know, what they do. And, you know, they really... For me, they really stick to the things they know. If you look at sort of their first try against Thailand, and a lot of their tries, they score a little bit off to fifth, uh, um, what's it called, set piece. It's usually three, four, five phases off the set piece. I don't know how they do it. But they somehow, usually on the third one, they did it against South Africa, they did it against Ireland. Just have a look at this thing. They somehow manage, you know, once they spread it wide, they get a couple of people to run short, not even short, just off, off nine or off ten, up, up. Then they somehow, when they spread it wide, you know, this is the expansive game, they somehow get that outside center or the second last defender of the team. They did it against everybody, did it against Scotland, Ireland, South Africa back in the day. I keep bringing up South Africa 2015, four years ago, I'm still hurting. They somehow get that second last player, usually an outside center, you know, to just shoot up. To just shoot up and in, and they always get the pass away from that member. I don't know how they do it. I don't know the story. I don't know what they do in a practice, but they somehow managed to get that off and that just gets me so excited because they've been doing it they've had a plan you know when you see a plan that they, people have been doing they don't change anything they don't try anything funny it really just gets me super excited I, you know and obviously nervous you know, i don't know what japan's going to give us you know i don't know but we'll talk about the game a little bit later but we just talking about what we saw and that's what i saw um and i think that's not the only thing japan have it's not that sort of Set play that they cook up. I mean, they obviously, I mean, they score off turnovers, you know, offloads with the member running short. They do it all. Um, obviously, in terms of what we saw as well, a little bit shaky at the breakdown, you know, but even with the shakiness at the breakdown, even though Scotland did exploit it, they really still get the job done. The ball still comes out quick, so left the turnovers, you know, in the space of what, like 35 minutes, but hey! When they're not turning it over, they're getting the job done, they're getting it wide, they're being expensive, and I'm nervous. You know, I'm really, really nervous. So, we'll, we'll review the quarterfinals, but hopefully we do something at the breakdown. Maybe that's why Rossi has all those forwards in, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. One thing I want to shout at Japan for 
is this thing of exhausting all options before kicking for poles. First they'll tap and go before kicking for poles. Then they'll kick a line out before kicking for poles. Against Ireland, they're a little bit better, but hey, it's a quarterfinal now, please. Japan, if you want to get something done, you must take those points. Take those points and don't look back. I don't want to hear it. You guys must kick for poles. You must kick for poles. I know the lineup isn't there. Don't, don't take chances when you come get up against these big teams. They're not going to play with you, Japan. You must kick for poles, take the points and go back. I don't care how expensive you are. You must kick for poles. Please, the game lines have been telling this since the beginning. We've been saying this a long time. Go for poles, you know. Another thing we saw from Japan, I'm talking a lot of Japan, but they really get me excited, is how did they cook up this rush defense? Who's the defensive coach in Japan? Let me Google it, actually. I don't know who this person is, but they really got that lock, that rush defense on lockdown, you know? And it's crazy, their wings, but you see them, though, you know, them boys, they always, I mean, they, they're weird the way, the, the way they hang back a bit. It's not conventional. They're a little bit more in... Especially, if, you know, when they're receiving box kicks, they're a bit away from the touchline. It's a little bit weird. I wouldn't tell anyone to do it, but it's working for them. And they're still able to keep that rush defense up with their wings in funny positions. And I don't know, it's working. I don't have the... I'm not there. I can't tell someone to do the things Japan are doing, but I'm just telling you right now, it's working. It's working. I love it. i got to see with the coaches. i gotta, I got to have a chat. I, I better invite them to the gay line. You know, it really gets me cooking. And yeah, I know. Those members, they cook the rush defense. You know, it's really, really exciting. Um, so yeah, you know, they lose fours are cooking. You know, they've got a lot of Peter Steph to toy wannabes. You know, not in a bad way, but they're putting the same work rate. Not as good as Peter Steph. But, I mean, they're really doing nicely. really come a long way. The scrum is okay. Gets by. The scrum gets by. What's that game against Scotland? I was like, okay. I don't know you people scrum. And, yeah, it's exciting. It's really exciting. They rush defense. South Africa's defense. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. England. Let's move a little bit down. I mean, uh, these members, I think they, like, what? Have the least try scored against them in the tournament. You know? That's crazy. Their defense is effective. And I'm going to talk a big game about the rush defense. I spoke about it just now. But these people have a scrambled defense. That's works. And obviously, if they defense that's up there, maybe the scramble's the better way. I don't know. Like, oh, it's just super exciting. They really play nicely. Um, they said peace. They've sorted it out. They really are sorted out. They, it, This is a nice team. I can't even, like, give you some rap up a pow or something exciting, you know. They, they discipline. They're one of the best disciplined teams, especially in terms of cards. You know, this World Cup, they've been hoying cards around. You know, I'm not sure about the penalty counts. But, you know, they're really good. If you want to outkick these people, they can kick. If you want to kick for poles, they'll take the points. Ah, it's a, they've really got some things going on, man. England is really looking like they've got their stuff together. It's a tight ship. Eddie Jones runs a tight ship there. It's exciting. Um, you know, if I want to look at something to criticize them about, you know, you know, a lot of the times they, they rely on their big ball runners, you know, the, for the Polar Brothers. If you can manage those big ball runners... You know, especially of third phase. They like to cook them on third phase. If you nullify those people, you know, back like how Wales did with Money to a Luggy when they when Wales beat England. If you if you hold those members, those big ball runners, yeah, you can get things done. Wales won the game in that second warm-up. Wales won the game, so you gotta stop those big ball runners. And then we can get something going. But uh, those that England forward packet really gets me really gets me excited. They, 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 they really got something cooking. I don't know what Australia's gonna say. And I'm about to I'm about to roast Australia's forward pack and I'm sure nothing but love and respect for England's forward pack. So 
Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But let's carry on talking about Australia, you know. Um, I think, first of all, the Gainer needs to open up and, and we need to own up, take responsibility and apologize to Matumo for not showing him the adequate love and respect. Gainer always like, oh, we show people love and respect, but I didn't show Matumo love and respect throughout the year. But that's uh, besides the point. Besides the point, you know, I still love him. And what I like about Australia is that they're really, you know, taking a couple of risks. I don't know if you call it a risk, you know, with, with regards to selection at 13, you know. Jordan Pitt here, I'm, I'm struggling with the pronunciation, struggling with the pronunciation. But I mean, obviously if you have people like O'Connor, you know, if you have people like Krinjani, and obviously you know you can start this member, this young member, you know, at outside set, at outside set, you know that these people uh, are playing uh, out here to put the best people on the field. And yeah, you know, we'll see what this member can do. You know, they're not scared to drop off on players, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Bernard Foley, James O'Connor, we don't see them. Doesn't matter. They don't care. They want you to win, you know. They really want to put the best uh, best team out there. Um, and it's exciting. The set piece has gotten a lot better, particularly from the rugby championship days when they were doing funky things. Um, so that's exciting. Maybe something's happening there. Um, you know, with regards to scrum halves, you know I love Nick White. I've got to bring him up every episode. Every episode. But he's not as deadly as he's been. I think teams have kind of kind of like figure out his game you know watch this episode of squid rugby where they literally just put out his old game and then since that since that episode came out i was like hey man everyone knows everyone knows this person's game you know um but both him and, and will they're still getting the job done a little bit you know it, it, it's quite nice if we're going to talk about weaknesses in terms of what we saw hey man people say oh pocock is being ineffective blah blah bruh it's not pocock you know i like to listen to the village people they have a nice song, YMCA, huge hit, still the test of time. There's a line in there that goes, No man does it all by himself. Young man, put your pride on the shelf. Literally, this poor cock uncle can't do it by himself. Please, he can't do it by himself. The other forces, particularly the tight forwards, need to step up. Because it's easy. Poor can be as great as he is. But if you just have to focus on one person who's doing things at the breakdown, it'll be easy. Please, those tight forwards from Australia need to get themselves together. They need a hard member to just get involved, you know. Uh, you know, Salakai Lotto, that's the member we need. That's the member we need. Obviously, he's not starting. Maybe he should start. I don't know. You just need another presence. You need someone to keep the other forwards busy because Booker can't be there all by himself. Please, it's difficult. You know, he's had some neck injuries. He's, 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 you know, he's put his body on the line for Australia for too long. You can't, you can't rely on this person just like that. Just give him a break. Let him rest. And that's the way Australia did it before. It wasn't always just him doing things at the breakdown. Like, you need your tight forwards to get involved, to slow ball down, to pull forwards into the ruck. You know, into that second, third phase ruck. So that by fourth phase, when everybody's at one ruck after someone's been doing some disturbing things, then you get Pocock. That's how we do it. Don't make him do it all by himself, please. Now people are acting like Pocock isn't the baddest man on the planet when he is. You're not showing the adequate love and respect. Australia, please help your homie out. Help your homie out. You know, and that's pretty much what Australia, you know, need to show us. Need to show us. Moving down, Ireland. Obviously, strengths in the forward pack. Forward pack, forward pack in six. And that's all it is. You know, Conor Murray, obviously, nothing but love and respect. Nice kicks. He's out there all the time. Nice defensive. You get some turnovers. Have you seen that? 
you know, get some turnovers here and there, turnovers here and there. But, you know, if these members from Ireland can't slow down the quick ball, they it's not going to work out for them, eh? Against any team. These people have been struggling to slow down ball. Japan, you know, if these people aren't going to slow down the ball, uh, you're going to see something. And obviously, if there's one team that you want to slow the ball down against, if there's one team that you don't want out there flaring, running nice lines, it's the All Blacks. And that's who they're up against. You know, so they need to do something. I don't know. I don't know what, you know, what they're doing in practice. Maybe, they, maybe they're watching Invictus. I don't know. But they need to get someone involved to slow the ball down. They really need to, you know, to cook something up. Please, you know. Um, or it's not going to work out, you know. And obviously, one thing we see from Ireland, I know they're a team that really likes their structure. They don't really shake it up, don't try anything funny. They trust the system. But it's getting a bit easy to figure out. Johnny Sexton gets the ball on every move. Like, he will always touch the ball. Nothing happens without that person touching the ball. So you know what's about to go down when you're defending against these people. I mean, we know when, you know, when Murray's going to kick and... It, for the longest time, Ireland has been in the situation of, you know what they're going to do, but you can't stop it. But, hey, it's the World Cup. I think we can stop it now. You know, like, hey, it's not like it used to be, you know. <laughs> it's not like it used to be. You guys are just rampaging all over Europe, having the time of your life. It's World Cup time. You know, quarterfinals, all black. It's not going to get easier. You know, Japan should you go something, something. You really need to get together. You really need to slow down Paul. Slow down Paul. Or Japan and every other country is going to do what they did. Please. You know, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what plans you have. I don't know what's going to go down in practice. But it's the only way. It's the only way. New Zealand. You know, the All Blacks. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Elon Peters. You know, helping me out with the show. He's telling me, you know, now that Siv Reese and George Bridge are back in the team. You know, those Crusaders members. You know, Siv Reese catches everything. I don't understand what's going on there. And... You know, none of those players are averse to kick, uh, catching those kick passes, those cross kicks, those chips. You know, I think that's pretty much what the All Blacks need to do. They need to make use of those kick passes, those cross kicks. Spread people out. Spread people out. Because then you know what's going to happen. You're going to give the ball to Anton and the Brown balls every day. Don't act like he doesn't. Don't act like he doesn't ball every day. So why do you spread them with the kick passes? Because you know several reasons going to punish them. They're going to defend those things properly. They're going to be watching. Then you just give the ball to Anton Leonard Brown. And you know what's going to happen. Don't act like you don't know what's going to happen. Don't act like the game line didn't teach you what's going to happen. You know. So that's pretty much what they need to do. Spread teams out like that on offense. For the rest of the World Cup, I'm telling you right now, Hanson. You know, spread them out with those kick passes. Then when things get going, once your fours are working hard, get a little bit of front football, Anton Leonard Brown. Once they all spread out... Antonio Brown, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something, you know. Um, so, yeah, man, that's that's what they got to do. That's what we saw. That's what we saw. Um, yeah, man, chat about Brody Retallick. You know, remember, going to pull through. He's going to pull through. You look, look, that guy always balls, no matter what. I love it. But I, I think the All Black Locks have been producing. I don't know why. At this stage, you got to throw him in. But if you throw him in, it's going to work out. That's what I'm saying. It's going to work out regardless. So, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, you know. Moving down to the spring box, you know, South Africa, nothing but love and respect. Nothing but love and respect. 
it's hard to talk about us. Because no one's really tested us. I mean, we did play the All Blacks. Uh, didn't go too well. A couple of mistakes with um, defending kicks. You know, I remember with Mpimpi. Not so much that he dropped the ball or anything, but it was just the hesitation on how to defend the kick when he wasn't there in time. He was a bit hesitant on whether I'm going in for the tackle for the high ball, and then he, they give him the pa pa pa, got stepped, try time, you know. So I think we can't really say no one's tested us with regards to the kicking, and I think that's why Mapimpi manages to stay in the starting lineup because no one's really been kicking on us, you know. I don't think as South Africans we have an answer for the kick pass. We saw against Argentina. In that last rugby championship game, how it messed us up with their first try. It was a little bit uh, a little bit of an issue. But I don't see Japan doing that to us. I mean, they have put a couple kick passes in. They have got a couple chips in that have worked. Scored a couple tries, but I don't think that's their thing. And I don't think that's going to cause us problems in this game. Problems in this game. Maybe later. Probably later. Definitely later. Rassi, please do something. But I think right now... We'll be okay. We'll be okay. We don't worry about it. The rush defense is cooking us nicely. Um, it's quite a simple defense. We just get up there, you know, get it done. Um, you know, with regards to all the forwards we're doing, I mean, throwing in, the way I see it, it's kind of like we're doing it this time at the last minute. We don't have... I mean, obviously, people talk about bringing Damien Williams in. People talk about maybe Kwaha, you know, uh, in instead of, you know... Um, old flow and all that but I think we really have the situation where we're doing an assignment at the last minute we don't have anything else cooking for us right now these all those fours and all those locks that we're throwing in that's because they're the best players in the country we don't have we don't have other inside centers what do you want from us what do you want from us Jesse Creel's gone home what do you want from us what must happen what must happen and I know people are like okay what if we get a, a wing engine you know who's going to move there and I know they're going to probably move Billy there and that's not the nicest thing but like hey dog don't act like we've got options out here like this is who we've been we decided we made our bed we're gonna line it this is how we do things we're gonna be rough and tough we're gonna defend hard we're gonna disrupt the breakdown we're gonna cook a set piece I don't know why people are expecting other things I don't know why people are expecting other things from us you know so yeah we'll be okay we'll be okay Let's talk about Wales and France. I actually forgot about Wales and France, those teams, those teams. Wales, hey, they've impressed me very much. I know they've had some very serious injuries. Um, we'll see what happens there. Just a quick thing with Wales. This thing of, I mean, what's nice about them is that when they take heat, we saw them take heat against Fiji. We saw them take heat against Australia. But they still get the job done. They still get the job done. Um, but I don't know if you can keep that up. I don't, I don't want to see these close call games. And I know the score against Fiji was nice. It was aight. But it was a bit of a close call game. I don't want to see that anymore. You know. One thing about Wales is that they, they, they don't take nuts. They take the points. They don't mess around. They score tries. You know, they turn over the ball. It's okay. It's okay. But they really need to, to sort of keep teams out of the game. Does that make sense? They need to make sure that no one's making runs at them. And they really do well at managing the game. When teams make runs, they manage it. They score a couple of tries, get a turnover, kick some penalties. But I don't want these close calls every game, Wales. You can't have it every game. We need a nice, young, comfortable win without any chances. You know, especially against France. I don't know if France, they do some funky monkey things. You really, you really, really got to, you know, 
take it easy. We want a game nice and easy with nice comfort. Um, you know, no chances, no chances. Um, yeah, and they can score tries. That's what I like about them. They score tries. The set piece gets by. So that's okay with Wales. France, I don't know. I am still a little bit weird. Uh, I'm still hurting about the Argentina game. You know, I got nothing but love and respect for, you know, Argentina. So I'm still hurting. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. You know, I don't have anything to say about France. I don't have anything to say about France. But that's, that's my analysis. You know, let, let the game line know what I'm missing out. We're going to talk quarterfinal reviews pretty soon. Pretty soon. Ah, the game line's back!